0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the CO2 Rundown. I'm your host, Chad Owens. Happy Monday. I hope you guys had an amazing weekend. Whew! It was was a historic one for me, and we're going to talk more about that uh, in the show. Uh, Hey, but I hope you guys had a chance to reset, relax, and recover, and you are keeping your foot on the gas pedal and coming out the gate strong and fast and setting yourself up for another winning week. I wanna say mahalo to Long's Drugs for all of their support of the show. Let's continue to support local and making Long's Drugs a part of our days. Let's dive on in to the CO2 Rundown. In a world where technology seems to be taking over, um, every year new phones, new this, new that, uh, it's inevitable that it's trickled its way into the sports world. Um, It's already used, you know, so much. You watch these NFL games on TV, the high tech, um, you know, the the first down lines that we can see on the TV, uh, all the different cameras that they're using now to play the game to give the the viewers um, just a different perspective. Well, in Major League Baseball, this has been talked about for a long time and it's saying, yeah, this is inevitable. And it's going to happen, they just don't know when robotic umpires, right, behind the plate, yeah, that, that's one of the toughest jobs, you know, in, in sports, is to stand behind that, the catcher and the batter, and to watch that ball come, and every ump has its strike zones, you know, low, high, you know, wide, but with a robotic system, I guess it provides consistency. But we all know technology still has its flaws. And, hey, Big Blue, right? Blue behind the plate. That ump has been part of the game of baseball since the beginning. And uh, it, it's going to be a hard transition. It's going to be tough. But, like I said, it's inevitable. And, um, you know, they're going to be trying some things on at the, the AAA uh, you know, level. And, yeah, we'll see if it makes its way to the majors, which, like I said, it is coming. So as that continues to progress, I'm going to be talking about that for sure. Our Prep Boys and Girls State Championship Wrestling Match had a change of scenery. It's normally held at the Blaisdell Center, but this year, this past weekend, it was held on the North Shore at BYUH at the Cannon Activity Center And uh, what can I say? This was a home court advantage from Maya Isera, who literally, you know, pinned her way to a state championship in front of all her friends, all her family, the entire, uh, you know, Kahuku community. And we all know how big red rolls. They come in deep. And so, you know, but regardless, all Kahuku fans, the place was packed. And the energy that that provides for even, even you know, uh, wrestlers that don't go to Cuckoo. It doesn't matter. Right? Every time we went on the road and played and it was a packed stadium, it didn't matter if you're home or away, your friends, your family. People in the stands, that energy, as athletes, we feed off of that. I've talked about this a lot. And so for Maya, it was... She said it was just an amazing experience. The change of scenery, um, it was a blessing. And, you know, she's only a junior. So, you know, she's going to have a state title to defend. And, you know, with that, congratulations, Maya. Um, I know know the feeling of being able to, to play in front of your friends and family. And, you know, they're right there. You can see them. It's exciting. It's a great feeling. And especially getting that victory. Guys, for more on this story... Check out Billy Hull's article in today's Honolulu Star Advertiser. Our University of Hawaii Rainbow Warrior baseball team, um, you know, had a strong finish over the past weekend's tournament out there in San Diego. They started out by losing to San Diego 14-2 in the Friday opener, but finished strong on Sunday against North Dakota State 13-1, improving their Sunday Sunday's best is what they're calling it. To 13-2 and two overall on Sundays in Coach Rich Hill's two years so far. I don't know what it is about Sundays, but um, hey, let's keep that up. we got to find a way to, to bottle these Sunday games and those performances into the rest of, of the week, the rest of the days. I think we'll be just fine. They basically shut out North Dakota. They had three hits on the entire day. Give, they, they gave up three hits. None from this, uh, for the last six innings, right? Our boys played with no errors. They hit four solo home runs. Yeah, they were on fire. So just want to say congratulations to Coach Hill and the boys. Um, man, way to get it done. Way to, way to have that one-snapping-clear mentality. Hey, you get blown out. You get dominated. You get right back up, and you get to work, and you get it done, and you flip the script. So that's what it's about. That's what sports is about. That's what life is about. Where we get knocked down, we learn from it, we get back up, and we come back stronger. Um, That's that Rainbow Warrior mentality. I love it. Let's go, Bows. Huge congratulations to our University of Hawaii Rainbow Warrior men's basketball team. Senior night. Victorious. Sending our boys out with a bang in front of our home Crowd, we defeated UC Irvine 72 to 67. Javon McClanahan, right, guard said, I was not, I'm not gonna let my boys down. we're going out with a win. I'm gonna make the plays. Manifested that. They put that out there. Kamaka Hepa, Samuta Avea, and Juan Munoz went out on top. Last home game of their career at the Simplify Arena Stan Sheriff. And um, there's nothing better than that. Right, knowing that you won. Your last game at home in front of the fans, family, friends, you know, hey, getting them lays, nothing but love and aloha, but I know the, 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 the main goal right, is to win the conference. Got to get the Big West. Currently sitting two. We got to get it done on the road to finish the season strong, so let's take the momentum that we got from this senior night. Let's roll with that with us on the road and let's get it done. Let's finish the season strong. Let's go Bows. Alright, and finally, to close this show out, the closing ceremonies, the the, the farewell to Allah Stadium this past Saturday was a huge, successful event. Um, And thousands of people came out. It was from 10am to 9pm and you know, it, it was just amazing to See the fans, uh, see alumni, talk to people that were there from the beginning, 1975, the opening of the Aloha Stadium. Um, just hearing your stories, you know, just made it feel so special for me to be part of that legacy, to part of this, to be part of this iconic history of the Aloha Stadium that's coming to an end. You know, we got a chance to to go out there and you know do some football drills with the kids. Parents and adults were invited to, to come out and join, but they they were just staying on the side and watching their kids go through it. You know, taking these kids through routes, throwing balls, seeing the smiles on their faces. You know, I think that they were maybe a little too young. Some are a little bit older to realize what's going on, right? They might know, but they don't know like we know. They don't know like, like how you know what that place means and meant to a lot of the the, the athletes, um, to fans of all the events that had the Aloha Stadium, concerts, right, monster trucks, everything that w- would go on there was a was a gathering place to bring this entire state together. And to be a part of these closing ceremonies this day to celebrate basically the life of the Aloha Stadium and everything that that went on there was truly special. Food vendors, concert, um, performances. You know, you had people, you know, selling their merch uh, in dedication to the Aloha Stadium. Uh, so special. People were buying the seats, the backings of, of, of the orange seats, right? You'll never forget that, right? That first lower bowl of orange plastic chairs, right? The rumbling of the metal of your feet. Going down on game days, the wave, right? The whole stadium. Whew, I was taking it all in um, throughout my time there on Saturday, and so with that, I, I just want to say, um, you know, I, I'm just going to share a, a special moment for me in the Elrod Stadium. Yeah, growing up as a kid watching the Rainbow Warriors do their thing was exciting. Going to those Monster Truck events, going to concerts, exciting. But for me as an athlete, I've always wanted to be on that field, playing. And when I got the opportunity, number one, to to get invited to go to the University of Hawaii to be part of this football team, that that already was huge. Uh, I redshirted my first year, so it was still special to be on the sideline every game to run out of that tunnel, right? Because I know the history that's been there. I know the guys that have come before me. Um, the, the, the rivalries. I've known all about that. And to actually be on the football field, on the sideline, I was like a kid in the candy store. But the moment for me, and I shared this with uh, someone last week at the media day at the event, but the moment for me was my first play that I actually got to get in the game. Right, It was against Fresno State my redshirt freshman year. I think we were losing, you know, sort of a slow game. There was no fire, and nothing was sparking. And the first half went by, and I'm sitting at my locker, right, at halftime, and Coach Tyson, our special teams coordinator, Coach Tyson Helton, comes in, like, you know, sort of not upset, but, but eager. And I'm sitting in my locker with all the rest of the guys, the walk-ons, and, stuff, and he comes up to me, and he goes, CO, you're returning the second half kickoff. And then storms off and goes to the coaches' lockers. And I'm just sitting there. You know, I'm getting goosebumps right now thinking about it. But all I could think about was, hey, man, this is your time. This is your time, right? Teammates hyping me up. CO, let's go. And, you know, I had butterflies. I I was anxious. I was nervous. I was excited. All the emotions you can think of. But I went out there and... Just focus on catching the ball first, and that kickoff. And I took it about 70. I remember it was sort of up the middle to the left, and I broke out to the sideline. And the safety just sort of angled me out. Hey, and the rest is history, right? That From that moment on, from that play on, I was the starting kickoff and punt returner that year. Um, we ended up winning that game, by the way, against Fresno State. And that was the only game in my entire college career that have ever fair caught a punt because we were winning and coach said, hey, just, just, just fair catch and secure it. It's the one time. So, I, that's what I remember. The rest is history, like I said, that year, the BYU game, 72 to 45, every seat in that house was taken. Everybody had sunburn, but it was worth it, right? The thing was swaying back and forth. It was loud. It was energetic. We did our thing. Um, uh, National, nationally televised. Yeah, those are, those are two special moments that I'll never forget. There's, and there's a lot more in between. but we'll, we'll be here all day talking about it. But I just want to say mahalo to the Aloha Stadium for, all the, for all, the, all the years, man, all the joy, all the excitement that you were able to, to provide the platform for the fans to come together, for us to do what we do as athletes. Um, yeah, and I can't thank the University of Hawaii, you know, um, enough for the opportunity to play football and to live out, you know, my childhood dream. So with that, just want to say aloha to the Aloha Stadium. I know it's hard to say goodbye sometimes to to great things and historic things like this, but I see the future of what's going to be built. It's going to be something very special. It's going to be state-of-the-art. It's what our players deserve. It's what's needed. It's what our state deserves. We deserve state-of-the-art, right? We deserve the best because we pour out our best. Um, and I hope that that process gets going sooner than later. I think it's about another year before the stadium's down, and then we can start to clean up and then the rebuild, right? So I, I just hope that this process ends up being a little bit quicker than most things that happen here so that our boys can get out there and we can start this new legacy in the new stadium and provide new, exciting, memorable experiences for years to come. Mahalo. Whew! And that is it for today's show. I want to thank you all so much for tuning in with me and sticking with me here today. I know it was a a, a long one, but it was worth it. Trust me. Um, There's a lot more legacy to be had. And speaking of legacy, I forgot to mention this guy, right? We all know what he brought to that little stadium. Colt Brennan, rest in peace, brother, rest in paradise. We all miss you. We love you. We know you're watching down on us and protecting our boys. But, you know, it's, it's people like that, that that made it so special for the fans to come out and support. And we're going to continue to, to, to do that. There's more icons. There's more legends that are on the way. And so, you know, that's why we spent so much time and so much um, effort into that event so much emotion so thank you again to the law stadium for providing that opportunity for the fans to come in and experience something that they've probably never thought would be imaginable to walk through those lockers right, to see what we saw to be on the field to kick field goals to envision themselves in that stadium on that play on that game day right. so with that thank you so much uh, and once again mahalo to long's drugs for all of your support of the show Let's continue to support local and making Long's Drugs a part of our days. I'll see you guys come Wednesday. Aloha.